Alright, this is toe-to-toe in 20 or so. It is our head-to-head competition as we put together some of the best movies, genres, and see who comes out on top with their finest choices. I like to think that this isn't about broad spectrum, what most people think is amazing, but what's amazing to us, and hopefully we're just so cool everyone just agrees. The first beatdown episode that we're going to do with the first head-to-head is going to be romantic comedies. Now, just to make sure, because I tend to bend the rules, I tend to look at what's being said, and I'm a rules lawyer, so I'm going to, I googled this, <laughs> I googled this before we started. Uh, my name's Tim, by the way, I am joined by Aaron and Brian. Hey. Hey, guys. Okay. So, hey, hey, hello, everyone. I think it's uh, non gender Yeah, I think everybody can love yeah. us. <laughs> Just to make sure that we we're on we a level playing everyone. field, because some of my choices are a little bit offbeat. I googled what is romantic comedy, and it says a movie or play that deals with love in a lighter, humorous way. Alternatively, romantic romantic comedies is about the kind of love that turns everything. Upside down. I don't. So upside down. <laughs> uh, in a world. started working at <laughs> at a certain factory in Belleville. Little did he know that not only Special K was going to be special in his life. Okay. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Um. Don't worry, folks. The intros are going to get a little smoother. This is our first short up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we're on a level playing field. It is a movie that deals with love in a lighter, humorous way. I think that's a pretty fair, broad spectrum. So, yep. number five. We're going to go five, four, three, two, one. Who is starting off with their number five pick? You. Okay. Let's hear it, Tam. In a world. Might as well. If you're the most controversial... You're going to give us the most fucking material to yell at you about. Yeah. Let's hear it. My arms are I'm, crossed get, already. Get, My get body language is already not good. <laughs> I'm speaking to my fellow millennials right now. The older gen. The movie I've chosen for my number five slot is Out Cold. A snowboarder's plans for his summer snowboard park. Wait. Fuck that up. I'll edit it. <clears throat> retake out cold okay so this movie is about a snowboarder's plans for his uh snowboard park they go awry when his ex-girlfriend returns to town that's just the basic synopsis have you guys seen out cold not a few times (laughs) i fucking love it It it's a great it's a great movie it's one of those millennial college films uh yeah, sorry, I won't, I won't hog the, the spotlight from you, Tim. But yes, I've seen it, and I love it, and I love your pick. Yeah, it, it isn't like an intellectual film. Don't go uh, thinking that your mind will be expanded by this. You do get to see Zach Galifianakis have his dick gobbled by both a hot tub and a polar bear. Um, mm-hmm. Some 41 is definitely on the soundtrack. It takes place in Alaska. <laughs> One of the most romantic <laughs> settings for any movie is on a ski hill trying to defeat the bad guy trying to take over the hill. I, anytime that I see that, I think that is love. And the bad guy? 
Lee Majors. Yes. Lee Majors. Wow. The million dollar man. Uh, David Didn't Kuchner. What? Women are things. Uh, by Family Guy. Making fun of Lee Majors. Um, yeah, because Lee Majors in the movie is the stepfather yep. to the ex-girlfriend of, I forget his name, but he's the oldest brother from the Seventh Heaven. And he was also in um, Sorority Girls, which is a wonderful comedy. I think you might be mixing him up. That is Jason London, actually. He was in Dazed and Confused. And uh, Okay. Yes. His brother, Jeremy London, was in Mallrats. Oh, God, that was the exact same. Yeah, okay, for the longest time, I thought this was a reunion from Mallrats because of the French girl and and, uh, London because they look so much like the other characters. I was like, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. But after looking this up, I I learned that that wasn't the case. Okay, uh, David Kuchner's in this. Uh, released in 2001, budget of 24 million. Its box office was 14.8, so it lost a shit uh, ton. Yeah. The tomato meter, uh, critics give it 8%. Uh, audience score is 84. Um, the Classic. Critic- <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, a party move. Oh, man. Brian, Brian you, give it, you should give it a watch. If you've ever gone to Ski Hill and like had friends that were like Ski Hills all the time, it, it's, it's definitely a watch. A bit of a stoner yeah, comedy, a yeah. Yeah, I'll add it to the list. Uh, it sounds like another movie that didn't make my list. Uh, can't hardly wait. Kind oh. of stoner comedy, a little bit of rom com type thing mixed in. Not truly a rom com, but kind of. You know that yeah. the anti the anti rom com rom com, so to speak. I like those movies. It's a good movie. I think that's a that's a solid choice, Tim. Well, okay, and Aaron. We- before we jump off oh, this one, just a real quick thing. Uh, David Kuchner's in this, and he plays basically the same character he would later play in Anchorman. So as a fan theory, I'd like to put this <laughs> forward, is that Champ has fallen on hard times, become a bum, started drinking, rubbing alcohol, and then he shows up here and out cold, giving the same narration that he does at the start of Anchorman. Oh, you foolish, foolish boys. This is how it all starts. I've seen it all before. I was there. I was there. Yeah, it was called the 80s. Ford was president, Nixon was in the White House, and FDR was running this country into the ground. I was bumming in a hole-in-the-wall town in what is now called Utah. Some fella from Colorado shows up, starts making so-called improvements, right? Before we knew what hit us, the streets are running with latte. No. Yep. It got so bad that a fella that liked to, you know, smoke a little grass or drink a little ripple, crow like a rooster, maybe challenge the mayor's son to a gentleman's duel as uncouth against God. More like bad for real estate values. Stumpy had to go, Richard. Be careful what you wish for. You got a stump. Be careful what you wish for. I will. All right. Oh God! I'm good. Oh. Better put something on. So we are in the Anchorman <laughs> universe like with this movie, and I'm done with it. It's fantastic. Go check out Oh Cool. Nice. Sweet, I will. Aaron, what uh, yeah, would you pick as your number five? Yeah, Victoria I'm, still I'm sets here. in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I, I was going to ask you, Tim, do you know what this movie is loosely based off of? What other classic romance movie this is based off of? 
Uh, I have no idea. They they quoted a few times. Oh, Cas- uh, Casablanca at the end where he shows up at the plane. Yeah, I noticed that. I didn't realize it was based off that. That's awesome. Yeah, so there's there's that reference. There's that reference at the beginning, not the beginning, but when uh, the uh, the French girl comes in the X. And she demands that he plays uh, the song like, oh, on the jukebox. And he's telling Zach Galifianakis. And he's like playing like, I like big butts. And then they keep going. And then like, of all the bars in Alaska, she had to pick this one. Or all the ski hill resorts, she had to pick this one. And uh, yeah, it, the, the movie has many, many quotable, funny, uh, funny Amazing 90s soundtrack. Very much like uh, Road Trip or American Pie. Yeah. Nice. Oh God, so good! Like '90s, early 2000s. It's it's really good. It's really of good. a time, and um, maybe yeah, it's worth mentioning. Five. Is they they say the retard a lot in this movie, and I realized it was very <laughs> jarring hearing it now that we don't talk about we don't use that word, the R yeah. word. Yeah. But uh, yeah, let's go on. Yeah, they, well, they also have some gay jokes too. But then it's like not even like a big thing that the one guy's gay. They're like, no. When you knew that you were gay, he's like, oh, I was going to say I was adopted. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Roy from The Office. Uh, yeah, my, my number five is none other than My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Oh, Ooh, We have this on DVD. We had this on DVD pretty much right after we got uh, a DVD player for Christmas. Um, it has a good cast. For the quality of movie it is, I'm not saying it's bad, but it you know it it wasn't one of those ones that it was like huge in theaters. It had more of a cult following, I'd say, um, especially with all like the first generation folks, mainly in Canada, because you have um, a number of Canadians that are actually in it. And what's that one guy? Uh, what's his name? I think he's from NSYNC. Joey Fatone. And yeah, he's he's he's, he's acted a few times in different movies and stuff too, and. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he's he's one of the cousins in that. He's Greek, and you have all these different characters, and you know they're pretending to be Greek. And are you trying to sell us on a movie your wife demanded you put on the list? <clears throat> I think my big fat Greek wedding is pretty <laughs> oh, funny. No. I li- I liked it. I uh, think it's just really the funny. Windex thing in general, I... man. <laughs> the the cool. Windex thing is that's amazing. Great. My dad believed in only two things: that Greeks should educate non-Greeks about being Greek. And that any ailment, from psoriasis to poison ivy, could be cured with Windex. Oh, look at this. Rash. Somebody gave me the mati. Put some Windex on. Oh, God, please, please. Vula, this works. Last night, my toe was as big as my face. And I know Greek people that were like, oh, my God, it's so true. When that came out, they were like, oh, my parents use Windex for everything. (laughs) (laughs) I never heard anybody using the Windex thing, but we laughed about it because, like, my dad is first-gen Canadian with his parents being Czech and Austrian. And my mom was just howling because she's like, oh, my God, this is like your parents, not with the Windex thing, but they have their little, like, Mm -hmm. little niche things that they do and their little ticks and stuff and they talk about the old country and everything. I, I love the grandma that always thinks that someone's a Turk and she's trying to run away. And <laughs> anytime she doesn't like somebody, she calls them a Turk. I haven't seen it actually in probably about 10 years, but it is really good. And I would definitely watch it more and more and more. Uh, there's, there's a second one that came out. I didn't watch that. I, I think it was just, mm-hmm. that is my number five. I like it. The reason it made my list is one, the Canadian support um, or the Canadian influence in there. And then number two, um, 
pardon me, uh, just the idea of, hey, you know, like not everyone's the same, and everyone's a little bit different, and you can make it work. And see. I think that's but a yeah, solid pick. So, so that's, that's my number five. So far, we're doing all right. Brian hasn't uh, yelled at I haven't yet. picked yet. Uh, <laughs> I haven't picked yet, so don't, don't jinx it. Um, my number five is a little-known film. A lot of people missed it when it came out uh, titled Away We Go. So Away We Go, Sam Mendes directed it. Same guy that did 1917, Road to Perdition. Big name director back in 2009. Let me paint a picture for you guys. Maya Rudolph is pregnant. Mm -hmm. John Krasinski is her partner. (laughs) I know this movie. I know this movie. They moved to a small town near his parents uh, because they were pressured to. And then once she got pregnant, they told his parents and his parents decided that that was the time to announce that they were going to move to Europe. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, Maya Rudolph and uh, and John Krasinski decide to go on a cross-country road trip to meet friends in different cities to decide where they want to live, where's going to be home for their new family. Um, it's it's a really solid movie. Uh, there's a lot of different kinds of humor in it. So, for example, uh, one of the couples that are friends are Alice and Janney and uh, Jim Gaffigan. They're a couple, uh, which in oh, itself wow. is hilarious. I hope you guys move here. We are having a hell of a time breaking into the social world here. Really? It seems very cliquish. I don't know what it is. We didn't get into the good golf club. There's no water left anyway. Drought's coming. Like biblical flood, but in reverse. Golf course would be the first to go. And the fountains. All the water fountains. Uh, Restaurants. Basic services. Large mammals. And regular sized mammals. Reptiles. Birds. And people. You done? Thanks for treating. Uh, it's got Maggie Gyllenhaal, and you hate her, which is the point. You should always hate yeah. Maggie Gyllenhaal, so it's perfect. Yeah. She's she was like amazing a and gross point it. blank. How dare you? <laughs> I love her. Only um, Catherine O'Hara. Oh, yeah, nice. Catherine O'Hara's in it as well. So, and she, Catherine O'Hara and Jeff Daniels, they play the parents. Maggie Gyllenhaal and Gross Point Blank. No, I confused her for uh, uh, Cusack's sister. They're interchangeable uh, to me. Joan, Joan. Both of them. Both of them. I'm not really big fans of. So yeah, it's okay. (laughs) I don't don't like Joan Cusack. They're 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 Uh, lesser of their uh, brother counterparts. Away We Go sounds like a great movie, especially kind of poignant for today, where sometimes. I, I think I can speak to some of my friends groups where it's your friends are more family than family sometimes. Like when you're about to have kids, yes. you want to be around them. And so like to go yeah. on a cross country road trip to decide where 
you would start your life with those groups of people having their friends. Like that's a different concept. I, I'm excited to check that out. And it, it really it depicts what it's like to be pregnant pretty well, seeing Danielle go through it and like being a guy with her, like uh like little mood swings, insecurities, things like that. Um and it's John Krasinski, though he's charming, it's not like Jim from the office charming. Um, he's, he's very quirky. He's very quirky. Yeah, he he's he's yeah, he's really quirky. And uh, and it's just I think it's more so the writing is really solid overall. The one thing that keeps this from being top of my list and I thought about it, I rewatched this movie uh, because I, I've seen it probably 10 times. I was like, you know what? I really need to rewatch it is. I feel like they miss moments where they could build that chemistry even more between Maya Rudolph and John Krasinski. There's just a few moments where I'm like, huh, maybe if they did this, you would feel it that much more. But yeah, that's number five on my list. To number four, Timmy. I hate Timmy. I am sorry. Timmy. I've never been a fan of Timmy. (laughs) Or just Tim. It's cool. Uh, so nope. my number four pick is Just Friends. Uh, uh, basically, Just Friends is about a guy that was big in high school trying to uh, attract a, a friend of his. He leaves, becomes super shallow, but super hot, and tries to use that to his uh, advantage when he gets Turns back. Turns out to be Ryan Reynolds. Hey, who yeah. would have thought Ryan Reynolds would be attractive? There's some slapsticky comedy in here. There is, uh, you know, a couple of good messages about, like... No, no, that's you. You're the bad bunny. Yeah. Okay, that's enough out of you. Next time you call me, you call me collect. Okay, bye-bye. So how'd it go last night? Home by 10, pants off in front of the computer by 10.01. Nice. What about Sheila? You making any headway? Well, we'll see. I'm taking her to lunch today. So oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't, don't do that. Okay, don't do lunch. Why? That's like the express lane to the friend zone. What the hell's the friend zone? See, when a girl decides that you're her friend, you're no longer a dating option. You become a complete non-sexual entity in her eyes, like her brother or a lamp. I don't want to be a lamp. Yeah, well, then don't be her friend, okay? Oh, take that guy, for example. You mean that couple? (laughs) No, 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 I know. I mean the guy that wishes they were a couple. What is your point? My point is, call Sheila, Ray. Call her right now, move your day date to tonight. Play the entire thing aloof, and no matter what you do, kiss her at the end. Because friends don't kiss. Yeah, the whole friend zone conversation as far as like, you, if you're an asshole, you're an asshole kind of thing. I, I enjoyed that. Uh, the relationship with the brother was awesome. And Anna Ferris. Oh my God, that's my favorite part. I'll send clips <laughs> of that to my brothers and be like, yep, this is us. It's like, I love you. I love you too. That's okay. Anna Ferris is great in it too. It was filmed in Regina and Moose Jaw. Yes, Anna Ferris was fucking amazing in this because, like, when she was remembering people's names, Brian, Aaron. (laughs) She she plays a really good crazy girl, like a really good crazy girl. Yeah, (laughs) very solid at that. Uh, I.
did you get in here? My bodyguard let me in. I was making cookies. Oh, I was trying to be all domesticated like that skank you were banging behind my back. Please leave me alone. Uh, no, shh, 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 Hugs and kisses. It's all good, baby. It's all good. <laughs> By making me jealous on purpose, you inspire me to write the best songs, you know, full of angst and hate. You like that? You and I are gonna be the greatest musical manager team since Jessica Simpson and her father. Only we get to and they can't, because it's illegal. I looked it up. This is the new and improved forgiveness. Forgiving you is just like this song. This isn't about you. It's cool. You can have other girls. I like girls. Dala. I don't want other girls. I want one girl. <laughs> That's not you. <sighs> Look. I'll call. This is about Santa's little horse. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's go time. Hey, 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 it's not go time. This isn't how it works, Samantha. You can't force or, or torture someone into liking you. Ooh, the big speech. No, you just have to put yourself out there and hope that they like you back. This isn't a game. This is my life. Oh, yeah, well, this is my life. Okay? I'm sorry I'm not the most boring person ever! Okay? I'm sorry I'm not poor! I'm sorry I... I'm sorry I don't have a badass! I'm sorry I'm not... Where are you going? I would treat this as a Christmas movie, personally. I've always thought Just Friends is a Christmas movie. So it didn't, it didn't make the list. Uh, for me, because I always assume I, I treat it as Christmas over rom-com. Not saying they don't intertwine, because Christmas movies always have a bit, bit of rom-com for the most part. Um, for the most part. But, uh, but yeah, I left Christmas movies off my list in case I use them again Christmas. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. just going to double up if Yeah, there's, there's a few good Christmas movies that I was thinking about <laughs> using as well. Um, even taking away the Christmas out of this uh it didn't finish my top 10 i watched it i like it again the brothers just good enough for me um yeah again i i also liked it uh because uh the canadian influence uh a lot of guys from corner gas or a lot of people from corner gas are in that film too. And, <laughs> and everything oh yeah he was the best friend <laughs> but uh yeah yeah um talking to a few family members and friends about like suggestions or ideas. I saw this one a lot and I was like, yeah, I'm still not convinced. So I'm not going to knock it too hard because it's, it's not my top 10, but it is definitely laughable it, 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 in a good way. It, it is a funny uh, rom-com. 
surprisingly, this was actually like uh, a tough call between Just Friends and The Proposal. Because Ryan Reynolds, I find, like a very charming lead in a rom-com. And Proposal, you get uh, Sandy B. But this one, I I felt, was just that much better. Where Ryan Reynolds is the the American, and then Sandra Bullock is the Canadian, and she's a bitch, (laughs) and it's just like, what? That's not supposed to be accurate. And I don't know, I I watched that, I think I watched it on the airplane one time, and, like, for the proposal, I I didn't like it. I thought it was way too cheesy, overdone. I agree on the proposal, overdone, personally. But Danielle, Danielle really, like, Danielle's mom, actually, because I also talked to a lot of people about getting, like, ideas, make sure I didn't have any gaps that I didn't think of. And uh, Danielle's mom loves the proposal. So there, there's a big audience for it out there. Aaron, what's your number four? Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Uh, my number four. Pardon me. Uh, okay, swing out the way. So window here. Uh, my number four is... Adam Sandler movie, The Wedding Singer. Wow. I think this is probably right. Adam Sandler's best romantic comedy, in my opinion. Uh, Drew Barrymore's adorable. They're both kind of at their peak, I would say. Um, well, maybe not Adam Sandler. He was his peak of it was Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, but he was really Unless getting that, that Adam Sandler at the time, and it was still and was and was still relevant. I thought this was a lot better than Fifty First Dates. I think they were trying to rekindle that magic from before. Uh, they, the, the, the group is hilarious. Everyone they picked for the roles, like Amazon's best friend, who's always a reoccurring guy in that one. Uh, it, it, sorry, in his movies. It, it's just really funny. The music's great. He writes the song. He runs into Billy Idol. It's, it's just too much, man. It, it's so good. It's so funny. Like, break, heartbreak at the beginning. And then he kind of gets bounced back on his feet, and then he finds true love again with the woman that's bouncing back on his feet. And he got a job, and he's hilarious. No, I, this was a great, great like rom com. Absolutely. We also get the Dan Band in here that show up later in Old School and a couple other movies yeah. in the the Adam Sandler universe, which was really? pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, I didn't recognize that. Yeah, Steve Buscemi's hilarious in that too. <laughs> Steve Buscemi <laughs> is great in that. <laughs> you don't know how much I need you. Constantly Oh somebody kill me 
What is your number four pick? Uh, it's a little another little known movie called Flipped. Flipped. Yeah. So Flipped is a Rob Reiner film. Rob, Rob Reiner. Reiner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, came out twenty ten. The premise of the movie is there's these two kids in the second grade, and they meet, and the girl immediately falls in love with the boy um and it's the boy doesn't obviously feel the same spark so from that day forward he tries to keep as like uh like arms distance away arms length away from her as possible even though they live like across the street from each other (laughs) and uh he tries to be like a a dick hard uh, brash, anything to keep her away, and a hard dick. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it it's interesting because the story is actually told in two parts. The first part is from her perspective, and the second part is from his perspective. Uh, which is which is, and it spans obviously like seven eight years something like that so you see them kind of grow up together and how their relationship changes and young love forms it's i think it's really well written it's an adorable story uh the i don't even know how to say his name um but it's the guy who plays aiden uh the kid the boy ends up playing aiden on uh walking dead so he actually like went on to do something that people know him for. Uh, yeah, overall, just a solid pick and just heartwarming, right? And in my opinion. After two days, Bryce stopped. And I thought it was finally over. Then one afternoon, I was coming into the front room to read. When I heard a noise in the yard. What's he doing? Julie, calm down. I gave him permission. Permission? Permission for what? He's digging a hole. I told him he could. But why? I told him he could. It was torture seeing him dig up my grass. How could my father let him do this? Bryce knew I was there, too. He's gone. A tree? Flying a tree? Is it a... I didn't really need to ask. I could tell from the shape of the leaves, from the texture of the trunk, it was a sycamore tree. When she walked out of the door, I thought back to the first time I saw her. How could anybody ever have wanted to run away from Julie Baker? He looked at me with those eyes, those once again dazzling eyes. And I knew that Bryce Lossky was still walking around with my first kiss. 
Buddy wouldn't be for long. As we stood there, I realized that all these years, we never really talked. Do you need some help? Yeah. But that day we started. And I knew we'd be talking for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think uh I think it's worth a I think it's definitely worth a watch. Shot really well. Rob Reiner obviously uh you know famous. He he has a he has a history. <laughs> whether whether you whether you're a fan or not, it, it really depends. I find some movies great, other movies not so much, but this one he really knocks out of the park. It's shot really well. Um and it's it's also kind of the story about how love doesn't always align right because she's into him he's not and then as he starts to warm to her she's kind of like all right this guy's been a dick for a really long time maybe fuck him he's a piece of shit <laughs> uh so it, it's very interesting right without spoiling too much tim number three okay uh okay so this one i picked and I think I may have ranked it too high, but I'm going to stick with it. It is 40-year-old virgin. Um, goaded by his buddies, a nerdy guy who's never done the deed, only finds the pressure mounting when he meets a single mother. Uh, I don't know. It. I picked this movie because it is representative of like a couple of years of movies <laughs> at that time. I was I like, have you, Tim? <laughs> Yeah. You're not 40. <laughs> no, but um rewatching this movie and thinking about like rom-coms, there is an element of like yeah, you have to like yourself and self-love and stuff, but uh I tend to have a lot of hobbies. Um there was a line where he's getting asked about his weekend by Seth Rogen and he's like, "You know, I had this real craving for egg salad sandwiches." And he goes out and he goes through the whole laundry list of stuff that he goes buys and bakes it. Not four days before then, I had also had a real craving for egg salad sandwiches, and I got on the internet, and I looked up a recipe, and I went to the grocery store, and I made myself egg salad, and that was the highlight of my weekend, so yeah. <laughs> it didn't even turn out that good. It was like too runny. I used too much mayo, but... um. Oh, man. I had a weekend. Yeah. We went to uh, Tijuana, Mexico, mm -hmm. you know, and we, we, we thought it'd be fun, you know, to go to this show. Everyone's, you gotta check out one of these shows. And, you know, it's, it's a woman fucking a horse. We get there, and, you know, we think it's gonna be awesome, and it is not as cool as it sounds like it would be, man. It is, it's, it's, it's kind of gross. Yeah. You think a woman fucking a horse, and you get there, and it's, it's a woman fucking a horse. Yeah. It was really giving it to her. And you know what? To be honest, I felt bad for her. We all just felt bad for her. Yeah. Kind of felt bad for the horse. Wow, that's something. So did you, uh, what did you get up to? <laughs> <laughs> I think the friendship, the chemistry, and all this is fucking great. Yeah. Okay, no, it, it, okay, Aaron? It was pretty funny. I've ever watched it a few times. Um, yeah, there's a few times where, like, the editing is really choppy. I actually noticed that a few times. I was just like, I don't even have that eye. But I was like, oh, yeah, they kind of fucked up there. 
the buddies are hilarious because they're all ha- they're all fucked up. They're giving him advice, which is one thing I'm always telling my friends. I'm like, why are you telling him what to do? Your relationships are always fucked up, you idiot. <laughs> and yeah, so they're like, and where I find a lot of those, you know. Like, so those movies are all in the same kind of family. What's the fucking guy's name right now? Judd Apatow. Brian loves him. It's Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. Um, yeah. They they always they always show some kind of lesson in the end. And this one is like, hey, like, do your thing. Take your time. Find love. Be sure about it. Don't be pressured because then it just fucks things up, as we saw in the movie. Yeah. So if, don't if try to have sex with drunk girls or they might puke on you after running into vehicles. Oh god. Or they're in the 40 year old virgin's a good movie. It's a solid yeah. movie. It's a good movie. Top five? It's Top good, five, Tim? Yeah. Top five? Even I'm, Judd oh, Apatow I'm... has better romantic comedies. This this is 40 train wreck. Train wreck, I would argue, even though I hate and I say that with a passion. <laughs> I hate Amy Schumer. Trainwreck, I think, is better as a better comedy than Forty Year Old. Yeah, I I would argue that. I think (laughs) I think that you're right, and I'm glad that you had the balls to step up to me on this. But as the single guy on the podcast who has been single for multiple years at this point, I did identify with this movie in a very special way, and that's that's valid. It's your opinion, but your opinion is wrong. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I do love like the buddy talk uh, at the, the electronics store. It's just like, you know, the old Indian guy is like, how old are you? Like 32? He's like, I'm 40. He's like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, yes. Yo, God, yes. Oh. You're not looking at me. Yes, you're pretty. You're not looking at yes, me. Yes, you're pretty. Do you think I'm pretty? Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Oh, you're pretty. You're pretty. God, I just want to live. I hope I get my period soon. I am in a bad um, mood. Okay. I'm so tired. Hey. Hey. Go. 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 Go away. Oh. Off the wheel. I'm not gonna get my pants acting like that. Starving. Let's get some fucking French toast. Okay, here we are. Oh god, we made it. Who's me home? Yay! Oh, are you okay? A fucker came out of nowhere. Oh. Okay. My number three again. I have to just get to my list. Sorry, I like to I like to see all your faces full screen. Uh, this is a wonderful '90s flick. Uh, also, portraying one main lead, uh, main character as Canadian, and the other one trying to get her citizenship to be Canadian. '90s romance comedy and late '80s film star for romantic comedies. Meg Ryan stars in this, and it is called. French kiss. Wow. The love it, the love interest. This, this, so this one holds a close place to my heart. Uh, my mom and my sisters love this movie. They they love Meg Ryan. I'm I, I like her. I think she's good. Um, this one holds a special place to my heart because my mom likes it so much. Mom recently passed. 
Uh, I still find this really funny. I've met a few women that also have seen it that are my friends, and we can just quote it back and forth to each other. It is very amusing. Kevin Klein does an incredible job playing a Frenchman. And, like, the shittiness, like, the kind of, like, fuck, up, fuck you, and then also the kind of, like, friendliness of, 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 of you know, the stereotypical French person. Um, so the story, sum it up. Meg Ryan is an American living in Canada with her fiancé, soon-to-be husband. And she's trying to get citizenship. He goes to France on a business trip. He meets a woman that rocks his world and calls off the wedding completely. The wedding is like a month away or something like that. And so Meg Ryan, who has this fear of flying, flies to France and meets Kevin Klein, who is a thief, who is also trying to, make, to get a vineyard in France. And uh, he uses her as kind of like a mule to hide this jewelry, I'm not spoiling anything, uh, to bring through customs because he knows that she's not going to get checked, and he is. Uh, Jean Renault is a cop. Jean Renault, a good cult actor from Godzilla and Leon the Professional. Uh, he is a cop, but also a buddy of uh, Kevin Klein's character. So he kind of lets him slide here and there. And good soundtrack, uh, really, really fun movie, very fun, uh, very, very funny. And also kind of gives you a little bit of education of wine as well. You know, French kiss, and then they're having, you know, wine because he wants to have this vineyard, and he talks about different combinations of wine and soil and all that kind of stuff. It, it's really good. It's really good. Really funny moments. Very quotable movie. Um, not one of the more well-known, like, obvious rom-coms. This isn't like a guy rom-com where we're like, oh, yeah, I actually watched that. That's awesome. Ha, ha, ha. This is, a, this is very much almost like a chick flick. A very solid one. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's a really good one. Okay. Cool. I, I, uh, it sounds familiar, but if I've seen it, it hasn't been for like 20 years. So it's definitely worth yeah, a rewatch. Kevin Klein, Kevin Klein is, I think, one of the, the more underrated actors and like a thespian style or just film actor, too. Like yeah. he is wonderful and he has a great accent. Very convincing. Two words, no? Why are you chasing after him, after what he's done to you? Because I love him. And I'm afraid that if he doesn't come back, that I'll... It'll hurt so much that I'll just shrivel up and I'll never be able to love anyone ever again. You say that now, but after a time, you would forget. First you would uh, forget his chin, and then uh, his nose, and uh, after a while you would uh, struggle to remember the exact color of his eyes. And one day you wake up and he's gone. His voice, his smell, uh, his face, uh, he would have left you. And then you can begin again. Stomach is so sensitive. It's where I put all my stress. Oh! Beautiful. Gorgeous. Wish you were here. Wow. How long since you've been back? Uh, about six years. Six years? Oh, is your family a nightmare or something? You know, I don't really want to talk about it, okay? Some healthy person is someone who expresses what they're feeling inside. Express, not repress. <laughs> in that case, you must be one of the healthiest people in the world. Now, why shut me out? You know what happens to people who shut everybody out? They lead uh, quiet, peaceful lives? No, they fester. Fester. I am festering. 
inside fester and rot. I've seen it happen. You'll become one of those hunched-back, lonely old men sitting in the corner of a crowded cafe, mumbling to yourself, my ass is twitching. You people make my ass twitch. Nice. Well, I feel like I can't make fun of it if it was your dead mom's favorite movie. Like, I'm painted into a corner here. <laughs> yeah. No, you absolutely can if you want. Don't worry. I've, I, once again, I have friends man, that make cancer like, jokes. It's fine. I, I'm just, you know, uh, a little a little surprised that that's the Meg Ryan flick you went with. But, you know, maybe there's more on your list. We're not through it yet. Maybe. So maybe yeah. we'll see. No, no, no spoilers here. Yeah. What do you got um, for us, Bri? Spoiler alert, there's a reason why I didn't comment on your last movie very much, Aaron, and that's because my number three is The Wedding Singer. I absolutely love The Wedding Singer. Uh, we've actually discussed The Wedding Singer at length in another podcast, Aaron and I, in an Adam Sandler podcast we did on the, uh, we'll plug it, I guess, the not after 30 podcast network um great yeah as you said they really cast this one very well um drew barrymore is charming in it uh adam sandler hitting his low oh my god so good hitting his low um just the little things the fact that when when he when he takes a break he passes the mic to his buddy. I think uh, it's, it's uh, George. Is that his name? The the singer? I don't know his name off the top of my head. But he and he only knows. Do you really want to hurt? <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> and what an opening song! I spin you right, right round. You know, yeah. like oh, or you spin me right round. Such a mm-hmm. good song. You just rock and set in the tone. Yeah, uh, Ellen Dow as Rosie. Uh, doing uh, <laughs> doing rappers delight with the meatballs. Oh my god! Um, Who pays for piano lessons with meatballs? <laughs> um, and just the the original song content in that in that movie is actually heartwarming. Like my wife and I in our like in our playlists will still occasionally throw in "Grow Old with You." Oh my god, the My Lie guy is Glenn. They're on this plane. No way! You guys gotta help me. Right! Yeah! Good afternoon, everyone. We're flying at 26,000 feet, moving up to 30,000 feet, and we got clear skies all the way to Las Vegas. And right now, we're bringing you some in flight entertainment. One of our first-class passengers would like to sing you a song inspired by one of our coach passengers. And since we let our first-class passengers do pretty much whatever they want, here he is. I want to make you smile whenever you're sad. Carry you around when your arthritis is bad. All I want to do is grow When your tummy aches Build you a fire If the furnace breaks So it could be so nice Growing old with you 
that and Sorry, grow old with you actually in Adam sandler's latest comedy special he did a new version yeah. updated towards his yeah. wife which uh which was super super uh super sweet and made my wife absolutely ball her eyes out. Aww. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually a really good song it's a really good song i remember my parents yeah. were kind of like my parents really liked the movie as well yeah i i think it's one of the best rom-coms for uh like a guy who likes guy movies and a girl who likes romance movies to watch i think you both would get everything that you want to get out of it uh but enough about that tim what's your number two all right i think you guys are going to be deeply impressed with this movie if you know it Mm -hmm. it is one of john cusack's first movies better off dead after his girlfriend ditches him for a boorish ski jock, Lane decides that suicide is the only answer. However, his increasingly inept attempts bring him only more agony and embarrassment. It is a fucking great movie. Do you guys know it? I don't know it. I know a few of the John Cusack movies, and I really like him. I think he's a wonderful actor, and he's also starred in a lot of really good uh, rom-coms. A mm-hmm. lot of his I was really contemplating, because I know you would like it, Tim. Absolutely. He's one of my favorites. But uh, I haven't seen this one. I, I know I know of the movie. I just haven't seen it. It's uh, definitely... Is it a rom-com? It is. It is? All right, Timmy. I'm trusting you because I also haven't seen it. Um, so does, does, he get a, it, does he get a new uh, love interest? Yes, he does. Suicide? Which okay. uh, a lot of parallels between this and Out Cold that would happen later. His new love interest <laughs> is a French woman. Um <laughs> it's a ski movie. He has to defeat the captain of the ski team by going down the hill. Uh, oh yeah, South Park spoofed this. Yeah, <laughs> Cur- uh, Curtis Armstrong's in it. Booger from uh, Revenge of the Nerds. He's his like uh, sidekick that kind of disappears for a bit. <clears throat> There's uh, two Asian guys that he constantly races throughout the movies. Uh, throughout the movie, uh, and they learn to speak, sorry, two Japanese men, and they learn to speak English from watching the wild world of sports. So whenever, like, they're lining up for, like, a drive, and over here, we have a man defeated. It's, It's fucking great. Six months, six months, and she dumps me for him. They're Stalin, just like that. Six months.
truly a sight to behold. The man beat the once great champ, now a study in mumpishness. No longer the victory-hungry stallion we've raced so many times before, but a pathetic, washed-up, aged ex-champion. All right, let's go! Um, what, what sells me on this movie is as it's happening and as he's trying to kill himself, which is played for laughs, like he's hanging himself, he's trying to jump off a cliff, uh, trying to gas himself in the garage. That was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, it, the movie slowly <laughs> goes more into madness and becomes more cartoonish. Like they'll walk into math class and the math teacher, super nerdy, typical math guy, everyone's cheering for him and loving the trio- trigonometry test and like uh, stuff like that. There's these awesome animated scenes where he just like, he's losing his mind and it's playing out in front of him. It's a really fun, fun, dark comedy kind of rom-com. I really liked it. Hmm. Yeah. Seems like a kind of coming of age rom-com. Mm-hmm. Uh, sounds like a little bit of parody mixed into it. Like a pretty solid movie overall. Yeah. I wonder if they gave a little nudge to it when they filmed, uh, what was it, Hot Tub Time Machine. Maybe. You know, if we're going to talk about uh, possible uh, sequels, yeah, maybe Hot Tub Time Machine is a unofficial sequel. He's going back in time. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, there's a um, whole bit where he refuses to pay the paper kid $2. And the kid's chasing him throughout the movie. It's fucking great. Johnny. Four weeks. 20 papers. That's $2. Plus tip. Uh, gee, Johnny, I don't have a dime. Sorry. Didn't ask for a dime. $2. Well, uh, it's funny. See, my mom had to leave early to take my, my brother to school and my dad to work because... $2. Cash. Nice. Fucking great. Fucking great, bud. Aaron, what's your number two? My number two. I would say it's probably my favorite comedy in like the last, I think now, 15 years. Uh, A breakout role for a certain Jason Siegel. We're, of course, talking about forgetting Sarah Marshall. I also have that as my number number two. two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping we'd get one of these this uh, this episode. That'd be great. I wanted this on so, my list so badly. Brian, would you like to tell everyone what happens when we have two people with the same number? We're just going to talk about the movie together now. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> because you before. Yeah, because you went uh because you went first though. Um, yeah. you you can you can introduce the movie and I'll just try uh, Yeah, in. I I remember watching this movie. Uh, I just finished. Like I just finished grade twelve. Um, I was watching it on uh, satellite. I was visiting a buddy in PEI, and it was, it was on TV. I'm watching it, and I was just fucking laughing, just in stitches the whole time. And how it just massive roller coaster of like breaking up to going on vacation, and it's just hilarity. Like you feel bad for the guy, but it's just so funny. Like how real so many things are, and then. You know, lo and behold, his ex with her new partner is visiting <laughs> the same resort as you. Oh, no. 
and even more hilarity ensues. And yeah, it's just some classic, classic quotable lines here. And you just throw it at you're like, I, I'll, I'll use some Facebook lines, you know, oh, the weather outside is weather. And, you know, like, oh, I don't, I don't wear a watch. I, I just use my phone. Uh, you know, <laughs> are those happy Kleenexes like or sad and, Kleenexes? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like there's an old woman crying. It's like, oh yeah, that's that's the floor above me. There is nobody above you. It's like, oh yeah, I'll keep it down. Um, but yeah, like it's just great. And then like he finds out other things, and that adds to it. Where you're like, oh, I was totally there, or maybe one of my friends was there, and it's it's awesome. Great cast, great cast, and like you know, Paul Rudd's awesome in that, and like. You get to see Jason Segel's penis, which is obviously a bonus for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, great movie. Oh. It's so good. So, so it's, good. If you haven't it, seen it, I can't recommend it enough. It's just so dense. And I think that's the thing. Like, there's barely a scene where you're not laughing for some reason. And that's oh. very hard to do in rom-coms and still give off the romantic feel, right? So mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. such a good character arc in it. Um and even little things like the relationship he has with Bill Hader yes. is yeah. absolutely yeah, his, his amazing. Yeah, the stepbrother yeah. where where Bill Hader I like ends up yelling him. blood. <laughs> I will <laughs> equalize you. <laughs> like, <laughs> We're not even blood. I will end you. That's the mother of my child. <laughs> yeah. Um, who, who plays his uh, Bill Hader's wife in that? Because she was also extremely wonderful oh. with the character she played. Uh, Liz Kukowski, nice. When you go back all the way to the start, yeah. that like that whole scene where he's destroying the studio as he's playing the music for her, like yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. But that's like at the start, oh, of it, you want so it's ominous, so buried after everything. Start, Memorable scenes, uh, even little scenes that were just kind of filler, they couldn't cut because they're so good. The yoga scene, yeah, the yoga scene is absolutely great. Um, yeah, and just good timing. Uh, like the whole the solo dinner scene is just absolutely hilarious in the most depressing way possible, <laughs> and like you Jonah truly Hill's feel around. for, him. yeah, you truly feel for him. Wedding in Hawaii, very original. <laughs> the uh, uh, who's the the his his nemesis in this the the singer I forget Russell his name. Brand Russell Brand <laughs> yeah right. Aldis Snow. <laughs> he, he's yeah. so inside of you <laughs> he doesn't even inside come up he's so charismatic in this that like he he doesn't even come off as the villain like it's hard to hate him which was like a yeah, great like, way he, to play it I don't think you often see that in rom-coms and he doesn't see like anything wrong with what he did yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's just like, well, hey, hey see that that's my limousine driver I'm gonna fuck her <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's just a he's the rock star playboy right yeah. uh so like it's it's like a it's it's a good character in terms of just providing comedy he plays it so well uh he plays it well in the follow-up game to the greek not really a rom-com just a comedy uh yeah russell russell brand was cast perfectly for that role everybody hates you Everybody wishes that you were dead Cause Peter you suck Peter you suck Peter your music is fucking terrible Peter you suck Peter you suck Peter you don't do anything of value Peter you suck Write some music But instead you sit and write these bullshit
bullshit songs. It's so self-loathing. Go see a psychiatrist. I hate the psychiatrist. Well, go see one anyway. I don't like the psychiatrist. You need to go see one. See a psychiatrist. I'm not going. I chose mall rats. Um, so T.S. and his best friend. One for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, T.S. and his best friend Bodie take a trip to the mall after their girlfriends break up with them. That's the basics for this one. Which one were you going to think that I, uh, I'd pick? I, I, I thought maybe you'd pick, uh, another John Cusack film. I thought maybe like say anything. One of those. Uh, I also thought maybe even chasing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chasing Amy is a great movie, but I don't think that's a romantic movie. That's a that's a movie about friendships and like maybe getting to know yourself. Like I don't know. Does it end in love for Very anybody fair. in that movie? Good thinking about it. Yeah. Plus, we get Stan I, Lee's I like one of his first cameos, which in like a, a kind of beautiful way one of his last cameos he's uh, in captain marvel on the bus reading the mall rats script which i thought that was pretty Beauty. cool <laughs> the banter in this is absolutely amazing uh all the care you um looking at that couple inside actually i was just looking at this uh, little pink number over here oh yeah that's kind of nice they look happy don't they what, the bras? No, the couple. They look happy. I guess, as far as couples go. You know, it reminds me of an issue of Spider-Man I did when Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy went lingerie shopping. Of course, the Green Goblin showed up, and he pumpkin-bombed the hell out of the place. But aside from that, it, it's pretty much the same thing. Oh, my God. Holy shit! Aren't you... Oh, Stanley. Hi. The Fantastic Four, Reed Richards. Can his whole body stretch? I mean, every part, you know, like his... Hey, <laughs> I know what you mean. We never really tackled stuff like that in the old days. I mean, what with the comic book code and all. I can't believe I'm standing here talking to you. You're responsible for the greats. Let's do the list. Spider-Man. Guilty. The Incredible Hulk. Afraid so. Oh, man, this is so cool. The X-Men. Now that you mention it... Shit, man, you are a god! Hey, look at that couple. Boy, they sure seem to be in love, huh? You know, what's with that? That's the second time you've commented on couples in love. Well, I, I like that sort of thing. Tell me, do you have a girlfriend, Brody? Had one. We just broke up. The thing. Is this dork made of orange rock like the rest of his body? <laughs> it's a superhero secret. Tell me, Brody, uh, why did you and your girlfriend break up? She was a pain in the ass. She wanted me to be this typical boyfriend guy. Said I was too into my own world of comics and all. Yeah, I can relate. There was a time when it was all about comics for me. You know, I, I had a girl probably the same as yours. She always complained that I spent too much time with my own comics. And, uh... Eventually, we broke up. See, what did she know? Here you are now, a legend in the field. Probably had a slew of women since her, am I right? Oh, lots of women. Jagger and me, we had a running contest to see who had the most. Matter of fact, last time I looked, I was way ahead. Damn, that's hot! But I never forgot that girl. Well, did you ever get back together with her? One day, I found out she got married. I had blown it. I had uh, missed my window. What'd you do? Now, 
went on with my life. I created some special new superheroes. Uh, they were characters that reflected my own heartbreak and my own regrets. How so? Dr. Doom wears body armor to conceal his own mangled form, right? Yeah. Okay. That was me beneath the armor. The Hulk. A normal guy one minute, a rage of emotions the next. Just like me when I thought about what I'd given up. So you created each character as a way to deal with your one big regret. Yeah, the girl that got away. Look, do yourself a favor, Brody. Don't wait, because all the money, all the women, even all the comic books in the world, they can't substitute for that one person. I don't know all the comics in the world. Trust me, true believer. Well, good talking to you. Keep up all the good work. You keep reading them. I'll keep writing them. Hey, Stan. Yeah? She really meant that much to you? Brody, I'd give it all up. All of it. For just one more day with her. Take care. Stan. Hi. Hey, you know, I think he bought it. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. What kind of story did you give him? Oh, it was the vulture soliloquy, you know, from the Spider-Man anniversary issue. Love be a vulture tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I can't thank you enough, Mr. Oh, forget it. But, you know, I think you ought to get him some help. He seems to be really hung up on superhero sex organs. But you'll have grow it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Mr. Lee. Yeah. Excelsior. Oh, you got that right. See ya. Playing Sega NHL 94. Fuck. Hartford the Whale? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's like another Maybe quotable once, movie. Twice? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I saw this movie. Maybe it's nostalgia, but. Uh, it's a solid number one pick, man. I'm not, gonna, I'm not even going to yeah. trip you. I yeah. can't. I should be able to defend you. You got the more, fortune though. teller with the third nipple. Can't <laughs> Bobber in there. You got. Uh, oh, Eddie Supley, uh, just looking at that 3D fucking thing. It's a sailboat. You, you get Brian Johnson and uh, Walter Flanagan from the Tell Em Steve Dave podcast playing Steve mm. Dave and Fanboy. What do you got to do to get comics around this place? One side, Red. Hey, what the hell's going on here? I was warned about you. Take it easy before I have you removed from the Warned? Ball. What the fuck are you talking about? Tell him, Steve Dave. Fuck you, fanboy. You two testosterone-seeding He-Man comic book fans finish up with this display of tough guy back and forth. I got some questions I need to answer. Look, who's in there? You gotta ask me nicely. Fuck you. Oh, Brody, get the hell off. Come on, you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want. <laughs> oh, look at you. Oh, it was a... Ah, it was an Easter egg the whole time. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're back, man. That was a great clip. It's like we, it's like we all listened to it and really enjoyed it. For the and three people that listened to Tell Him Steve Dave with me, they're gonna love it. <laughs> I, Jason Lee, uh, is just like Brody's the perfect character for him to play. Like he really is. Um. You know, he's obviously appeared in a lot of Kevin Smith films, both as Brody in other films, but also but also in different roles like Azrael in Dogma. Oh yeah, um, he killed it. Oh, in that. great movie. Yeah. And 
he's he's always really solid. Like Kevin Smith knows how to get the best out of Jason Lee. Like um, the escalator, the escalator scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he's like getting <laughs> mad at the kid <laughs> on the escalator. <laughs> what? Do you know that kid or something? I hope his pants get caught in a bloodbath ensues. What is with you today? Don't get me wrong. I don't wish the kid harm, but his mother should suffer that horrific ordeal so she'll learn how to manage her child. Sort of a harsh lesson, though, you think? Man, there's not a year goes by, not a year, that I don't read about some escalator accident involving some bastard kid that could have been easily avoided had some parent, I don't care which one, but some parent conditioned him to fear and respect that escalator. That kid is back on the escalator again. That's criminal. That kid, that kid is back on the escalator again. Leave it alone. What? Oh, fucking take all you want. Uh, yeah, you got Jeremy London. Uh, so Jason London's brothers in this one. Shannon Doherty. Asshole. Uh, ben Affleck. He did a great job. Jo- Joey Lauren Adams. Uh, Muse was pretty drunk in this. You could tell that he was having trouble the whole time. Stanley. Michael Rooker. Which I started listening to a part of the commentary on this one, and they were saying, uh, Portrait of a Serial Killer with Michael Rucker, and it is apparently very, very good. And uh, it's going on my list to check out for other movies. Okay. Okay. Um, some other Some other things. I don't remember exactly how it goes, but when they're talking about the ring, the, the and he's like, uh, he's like, uh, Summa cum laude or whatever. And he's like, I also hope to come loud someday. I graduated Summa cum laude in 69. I'd also like to come loud in a 69 one day. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Their addiction to commerce uh, is fucking awesome too. This is Trish the Dish. Nobody calls me that. (laughs) It's so random. But... Uh, the fucking argument when they're uh, at the cookie place and he's like, no, this is not the food <laughs> court. This is mid-mall snacking. But they're engaged. Doesn't matter. It can't happen. Why not? It's bound to come up. It's impossible. Lois could never have Superman's baby. Do you think her fallopian tubes could handle this sperm? I guarantee he blows a load like a shotgun right through her back. What about her womb? Do you think it's strong enough to carry his child? Sure, why not? He's an alien, for Christ's sake. His Kryptonian biological makeup is enhanced by Earth's yellow sun. If Lois gets a tan, the kid could kick right through her stomach. Only someone like Wonder Woman has a strong enough uterus to carry his kid. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. How's it I go from the verge of hot Floridian sex with Brandy to man of still coital debates with you in the food court? Kyrgyzstan is not part of the food court. Well, of course it is. The food court is downstairs. The cookie stand is upstairs. It's not like we're talking quantum physics here. The cookie stand counts as an eatery. The eateries are part of the food court. Bullshit. Eateries that operate within the designated square downstairs qualify as food court. Anything outside of said designated square is considered an autonomous unit for mid-mall snacking. Now, if you're going to wax intellectual about the subject... (laughs) That's like the debate, uh, because they're like the cookie stands upstairs... Uh, <laughs> the food courts downstairs. Oh my God! There's so much I forgot about that. Like you bringing it up 
like it's just once again it's another really dense movie solid choice thank you solid choice tim do well yourself done, a favor well go back and enjoy some of the old classics folks mm-hmm. and as we say that i'm curious what aaron's number one is i won't delay any longer my number one this is a a, a massive massive family favor of mine uh or for my, for my family um my parents having five kids one working and living in northern alberta uh they with, with a certain diaper company they'd buy from they would get a free like a, like a little token remember back in the day when you collect tokens and mail them to the company and then they would send you something back mm-hmm. so they collected these tokens and you could select from a certain uh, for what they had was movies so they picked princess bride the princess Ooh. bride Andre the giant you got uh carrie um well, Brian's going to correct me with the Welsh names here. Elvis, Yules. I I honestly don't know how to pronounce her name. I'm not even going to try. Ray Fines and Jay Fines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got Robin Wright before she turned into Robin Wright Penn, famous for uh, House of Cards. Uh, Vicini, he can fuss. Fast, fast. Think you like to scream at us? Probably he means no harm. He's very, very short on charm. You have a great gift for Ryan. Yes, yes. Some of the time. Enough of that! Pussy, are the rocks ahead? If they are, we all be dead. No more rhymes now, I mean it! Anybody want to pin it? Yeah! Rob Reiner film. Uh, incredible mm-hmm. movie. So much nostalgia. Um, incredible trivia. You know, was more of a box office a bust, but it did so well in the cult classic following. And it's a spoof. Like, even it's not even based on the actual book. My mom read it and she hated the book. But it was so well done. It's the greatest love story ever told. You got fencing, fighting, you know, like giants escape through love. Yeah, Brian Savage in the beginning. You got, um, oh, what was it? I could watch that movie every day, uh, sorry, every week for the rest of my life, and I wouldn't get tired of it. It's so well written. It's so funny. There's so many good little jokes here and there. Prince Humperdinck, Billy Crystal's in it. Carol Kane is in it. It's just a really, really good film. Great acting, quotable lines. This, this is by far one of the best rom-coms, action adventure shows. All that the, 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 the fencing scene alone is just like wow, like that's some really wonderful cho- uh, choreography, and just like funny little nuances, like oh, you know, like, you got two fingers on your left hand, you know, things like that. <laughs> just great, absolutely great. I could quote it for hours, but I will spare you. Great choice. I don't think it's a rom-com. Whoa. I didn't include it. I love the movie. I don't think it's a rom-com. I didn't include it on no. the list. I accept the debate. <laughs> I accept the debate, but uh, I'm right. <laughs> I I think the central characters need to both really contribute towards the comedy, and the relationship between them needs to contribute towards the comedy to make it a true rom-com. That's always how I felt. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they that just doesn't happen in this movie at all, right? The comedy comes from everything else aside from their their relationship. Right? So 
th- that to me that to me kind of stirs it away from rom-com territory um interesting that that's the that's the big thing and like i had a heated debate danielle and i danielle and i talked about it pretty substantially because i wanted i i thought about it like it was Mm -hmm. it was borderline on my list until uh until oh, I decided you're, 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 you're thinking of the wrong romantic couple i'm talking about Andre the giant and Ingo montoya <laughs> oh, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely top rom-com oh okay okay he, oh, he, man, he, that makes he, sense. He's, he's spoon feeding him stew he's getting him off his uh his drug uh drug <laughs> uh, sorry his alcoholism you know he's helping mm-hmm. him out all that good stuff you know it's he's, the ultimate yeah. rom-com hmm Fezzik is right there the whole way. Well, I, I would love to do a Bromcom <laughs> beatdown. Uh, That'd be great. I love you, I mean, man. Toe to toe. I'm going to lean towards Aaron on this because I think the romance is what drives the movie. Like, the, the whole love it sets story. the stage right at the beginning. It's all romance between them. He plays it around. He's poking and prodding. It's like, oh, did you ever love this guy before? Like, what's going on? And then she oh. finds out that it's him. She throws herself down the hill to get him. He jumps into the, um, what is it, the, the quicksand to get her, brings her back. She gets captured. He chases after her. Yeah, it's, uh, I, w- I would, I would say I do agree with you, Brian. It's a pretty tough. You know, you can debate it, but I still think it's the wrong job. I think, uh, I think you should reach out to us at beardandboard at gmail dot com or the Beard and Board podcast on Instagram, because the more that I sit on it, the more that I might lean towards Brian's point of viewer. She was superfluous to the story in a sense, even though that's what he was chasing the whole time. I don't know. I've always thought of it as a rom com. Her name is them. in the movie. There, there's <laughs> no tension the between them. Their 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 love is no perfect. Tension. Their love is no, it's perfect. Not. It's pure. You're they told from the debate. start. They're arguing the start when he's the when he's when he's seen as the Dread Pirate Roberts. They're arguing there. Yeah, but she's and arguing she with the like, Dread Pirate Roberts. Life is pain, a pain, highness. Anyone who's saying otherwise is trying to sell something. <laughs> Their love is not perfect. I don't know. She's not arguing with him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my top one. Uh, you guys, it's relatively new, funny enough. Um, you may not have seen it yet. I'm hoping one of you has. Palm Springs. Oh, I, I saw the the wrong for this. <laughs> um, Palm Springs, yeah, Christina Milioti, and Sam Andy Samberg, uh, Groundhog Day type feel to it. Um, really, really funny movie. Kind of took that same like living every day over and over concept, um, and just ran with it to another level. Uh, the idea of dragging other people down into living the same day over and over with you so that the more like you can drag people into it so that they realize that they're living the same day over. It's not just you that's realizing this. Uh, It's a fantastic concept. So uh, the premise is Andy Samberg, um, Think of it like this. Everything in this void, the space where the candy bar once was but is now in my stomach, is the past. Mm -hmm. And everything that's remaining 
is the future encased in chocolate. Mm -hmm. I have no interest in this emptiness. You know, the who, what, why of your past. You got here, that's all that matters. But if you really want to know someone deeper, it, it does matter. It does. You have to know the whole package. I disagree. This, the next bite. That's all that matters. I was married for two years. I knew it wasn't gonna work. I knew it wasn't gonna work out the moment that I said yes. I knew it wasn't gonna work out when I moved to Austin for him. I knew it wasn't gonna work out as I walked down the aisle. But I went through with it and it didn't work out. Now, ignoring all that would make me destined to repeat it. What about you? Hmm. Are you going to tell me anything about... There's nothing. What about your life before you got stuck in here? What was your job? Honestly, can't remember. Oh my God, that's bullshit, Niles. No, I'm serious. Wow, it's been such a long time. These are fantastic mushrooms. It goes to a wedding, mm -hmm. and he. Uh, for reasons I will not get into, ends up living that same day over and over and over and over again. And for other reasons I will not get into, there's potential for other people to be doing the same thing. It makes it very entertaining, a little quirky. Uh, there's the buildup of a relationship, how the leads push each other, how Andy Samberg and Christina Milioti push each other. It's great. I think we see a rising star in Christina Milioti. I think we're going to see her a lot more in these type of movies. She's uh, she's got a good balance. She's not just like a she's she's actually a strong female lead in a comedy space. Um, yeah, just super impressed with this movie without giving too much away. I, I highly recommend from it. the trailers. Andy Samberg was like the main lead and you know, everybody was just supporting characters. You, it, was she uh like co-lead in this? Yeah, absolutely a co-lead. Oh, cool. Absolutely. Uh, and you have some really, really, really funny uh, side stories that, that occur from this too. Uh, I will say this is the one, this got, shown at Cannes, I think in like 2019 or 2020, pre-pandemic. Um, and it got purchased by Amazon for the highest amount that a movie is ever sold at a film festival. So oh, Amazon wow. bought into it. That's how impressed they were. And uh, worth it. Worth worth every penny. Uh, I watched it Could in my Discord. Number one that new. Oh. Mm -hmm. 
I watched I watched it in my Discord with like uh like 15 people and like everyone just laughing absolutely like everyone hysterical. It's just Andy Samberg hit it out of the park with this one too. Uh, and that says a lot. <laughs> so highly recommend this. Uh, J.K. Simmons is in it. Small role, but in it really good. Peter Gallagher also in it. Um, yeah, just fantastic. I'm excited to check it out. Highly recommend it, especially if you like Groundhog Day, you can't not like this. Like they pay a good homage to it too. If, if, if it's your number one, you have to show some kind of respect to it. Yeah, and it was between this and forgetting Sarah Marshall. I like went back and forth a lot for them. Uh, even Wedding Singer creeped up at one point to number one on my list, but I I, I feel like at least right now, this is the movie that that's number one for me no honorable mentions gents oh uh tim we'll go with your honorable mentions we'll keep the same order um okay so this one was actually on my list until i had to remove it because it's a garbage movie it is not a good (laughs) movie but i love it it is summer's catch um a rich girl (laughs) whose family summers on cape cod has a romance with a local poor boy Oh, fuck yeah, Freddie Prince Jr. You got Jessica Biel in it. <laughs> you got Matthew fucking Lillard. And Matthew Lillard and Freddie yeah. Prince Jr. And anything they do is gold. Whether it be Wing Commander or Scooby-Doo. I love the pair. I wish they were still working together. <laughs> Brittany Murphy. Um, yeah, so it's a vapid movie. It is empty. Uh, oh, there's Murphy. a few gags in it. R.I.P. It is not a good movie. I don't know if I can recommend it, but if you remember this from like the early aughts, go back and watch it. The soundtrack is great. More some forty one in there. Oh, interesting. Legend. Yeah. How what about, about you, guys? you? Uh, what about you, Chalupa? Any or any other ones I'll Tim, for honorable mention? Um, one that I haven't seen yet, but it came up in a lot of lists that I was looking at, and I love Kumail Nanjiani. The Big Sick. Uh, Apparently, that's oh, really yeah. funny and that, deep. That and almost I thought this was going to be a Brian pick. It almost cracked pick. my list. It was up there. It was very yeah. close. I haven't seen it yet, but I've been told to watch it by many people, and I, it, it has been on my list for quite some time, and I do want to watch it. Does his acting it's, job it's live up to, to the hype? Yeah, he's, uh, he's fantastic. And it's also just, it's really, it's really intelligently written. Um, and you, you, your heart pours out for the characters. Um, but at the same time, it's hilarious. So I, I highly recommend it. I'm definitely going to watch that. Fun fact. I'm not sure how legit it is because I saw it in a meme, but apparently it's on Pornhub and listed under the interracial section. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, I have to look for it. I laughed. I laughed. Yeah. Uh, any other ones there, Tim? Uh, not that they're popping up right now. Okay. Uh, I'll just fire mine off pretty quick. Brian, I think the one uh, Meg Ryan film you thought I was going to pick was You've Got Mail. It was one of the two. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, what, what, what was the other one? Sleepless in Seattle. I haven't seen that one, actually. Funny enough. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But You've Got Mail, uh, Dave Chappelle and Steve Zahn have uh, yeah. roles in this. Uh, very funny, very clever. Um, who's the other guy? I think 
Uh, Greg Kinnear is also in this. Uh, I, I really like that film. I thought it was really funny. I remember watching it as a kid. I thought it was really good. Dog and, uh, you know, just quirkiness. Even as a young kid, I, I could appreciate it. I think it was like nine when I first saw it. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, a Fish Called Wanda, again, with the Kevin Klein. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought it was, I didn't know how centered the romantic part of it was. Uh, to me, it kind of almost seemed like a, a heist movie with a bit of romance involved. Uh, John Cleese, Kevin Klein, Jimmy Lee Curtis, and Richard uh, Palin, Michael Palin. Michael Palin, pardon me, not Richard. Michael Palin, uh, star in this. They got two Monty Pythons. And Kevin Klein got nominated. Actually, no, 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 not nominated. Won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in this role. Uh, one that I thought was going to be on your list, Brian, 10 Things I Hate About You. It, it, uh, I thought about it. It's not even making honorable mentions. The more I thought about movies, really? like more than it. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, it has a good cast. Uh, the dad. Uh, what's the dad's name? I forget his He's a comedian. He's very funny. His character is funny. Funny. Uh, funny. It also is ten things I hate about you. The one that has uh, that has Muse's version of "I Love You, Baby." Can't take my eyes off of you. I think that's uh, uh, it'd, be, it'd be Heath Ledger singing it. Yeah. In, in the, yeah. In the I think it, it's Heath Ledger singing Muse's version. Oh, if okay. I'm correct, hmm. um, yeah. I could be wrong, but. It's, uh, a, uh, it's, it's, it's a Shakespearean, ad, uh, sorry, a, a modern adaptation to Taming of the Shrew. Yeah. By Shakespeare. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll get through the rest of these. Romancing the Stone. Oh, nice. That was a really good action action adventure. Really big throwback to, to Michael Douglas. Yeah. And uh, what is her name? Kathleen. She's Canadian. Fuck. She's in uh, Shit's Creek. Kathleen O'Hare? Kathleen oh. Catherine O'Hara, yeah, 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 she's in it. Um, yeah, well, really good. Haven't seen that wrong. one. Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wimbledon. Ooh, Wimbledon made your cut. Okay. Yeah. For... Yeah. Well, these are just honorable mentions there. Kirsten Dunst, yeah. uh, just for the piece. <laughs> and I have a big infatuation with Paul Bettany. I think he's a wonderful actor. I think he's highly underrated. Um, the Girl Next Door. I was really yes. wanting to put. I really wanted to put this in there, but it just again too much of a romantic comedy. Even though, like, she decides to quit porn to be with the guy, and also super, super funny, super quotable. With a couple of my friends, we, we really, really like that. And then also Shaun of the Dead. The reason Shaun of the Dead didn't make it in is because I found it to be more of a buddy show mm-hmm. than a, buddy a show, romantic show for sure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the romance wasn't centered too much compared to his, uh, his, uh, I don't know, his relationship with Nick Frost. So. I'm, uh, I'm going to... Extended didn't make the cut. I'm going to rail off probably about 15. Okay. Uh, Danielle and I had, I'm including, I'm just like going through and including ones that she mentioned that I think like I thought about. Um, so uh, I watched this past week probably like 10 rom-coms that's a good week um yeah i watched uh i rewatched notting hill notting hill still that's makes the cut hmm. good one yep. uh jerry Maguire. jerry Maguire almost made the cut for me the thing that kept jerry Maguire out is the relationship between 
Jerry okay. Maguire and Renee Zellweger is so toxic. It's like the worst <laughs> kind of relationship. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Um, she sucks. Yeah. I don't like her. <laughs> yeah. As even and as he sucks, but he sucks too. He's, <laughs> he's the worst in that. Like his character, you, you don't buy at the end. You don't buy he's in love with her. And it sucks because it has some of the most memorable lines. Like you can quote that movie. People who don't even know the quotes come from that movie. Uh, you complete me. Shut up. Shut up. You had me at hello. Like lines like that. It's like, man, it's written so well. And then you have these garbage, garbage. Uh, like Was the it chemistry comedy? between them doesn't feel real. And his character itself it feels like and they allude to it halfway through the movie and it's supposed to change but it feels like he's in that relationship because he likes the kid and by the way the kid's amazing Jonathan Lipnicki charming as hell as a kid and uh, like I used to like I see behaviors of that kid like when he goes up and just hugs like Jerry's leg and stuff and it's acting but that's the kind of stuff that Sabrina does <laughs> so like it was very much it was adorable to see that and just be like yeah okay um so but what makes Jerry Maguire a really good and almost make the list what redeems it is Cuba Gooding Jr fucking fantastic you hate him. You love him. He's everything. Like the show me the money, the Quan, the relationship he has with Jerry Maguire, the relationship he has with Regina King is uh, like Regina King, not nominated for anything for this movie. Cuba Gooding Jr. wins Best Supporting Actor Oscar for this movie. Regina King not nominated anywhere. Nuts. Her performance, amazing. Uh, definitely worthy of a nomination. If the movie was about them and Jerry and Renee Zellweger were side characters, it would be that much better. But was it a comedy? Uh, like the scene but, where, but 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 they're not white. Yeah, yeah. And back then, <laughs> um, that's yeah. a movie, Brian. Like, like, come on. <laughs> uh, long shot. Seth Rogen, uh, Charlize Theron. I've heard no of recognition. Recently came out. Where they like went to high school together. She's a politician now, and he's a writer, oh. and he's gonna like write I saw speeches a clip. for her. I saw a clip because yeah, yeah, like yeah, oh yeah, there's gonna be a car picking you up or something like that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah uh, really, really fantastic. Sleepless in Seattle almost made my list. I chose it over You've Got Mail. The more I think about it, You've Got Mail, better rom com. Sleepless in Seattle, Romance Alone good but also kind of toxic characters because i was the gonna one say thing... i have a friend that said you can't pick this in your top five I, even though i hadn't seen it i was debating it to, to watch it prior to the list making sorry to cut you off um mm -hmm. but the reason the reason i couldn't uh, didn't want to watch anything because he's like she's crazy meg ryan's character is crazy yeah. in it <laughs> yeah so that's the other thing too she hears this guy on a radio show and like falls in love with him and stalks him basically <laughs> until and then they finally meet and yeah it's a great scene when they meet and how it comes together but it's also toxic and i found a lot when i was watching a lot of older rom-coms 
it's a lot of like the girl swoons over the guy and it's, uh, you know, and then like the early mid two thousands, they kind of like flipped and was like, the guy's going to chase the girl now. Um, I, I like, that's why I picked a lot of these more recent rom-coms in my list or a little offbeat ones because they, they felt more real. They didn't feel like someone was chasing the other one all the time. It felt Mm -hmm. like a, real how real relationships develop um yeah or 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 they crumble yeah yeah, exactly i would argue uh silver linings playbook is a Mm rom-com i would argue that uh it's it's like a drum-com it's like a dramedy funny at times yeah yeah yeah. i I find very darkly funny yeah so i i couldn't put it on my list because of that because it's too much drama that um, scene where he throws the book out the window, fucking, I, I was dying. I was yeah. fucking dying of laughing. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's, yeah. It's such a solid movie. Just as an overall movie, it's worth a watch for anyone listening. Crazy Rich Asians. Haven't seen that one yet, I but I heard good things. I heard a lot, haven't seen it. Danielle was mad at me, it didn't make my list. Maybe if <laughs> I rewatched it, it could have made my list. But, uh, but yeah, close enough just from watching it ages ago. Juno. Yeah. Is Juno really a rom-com or coming of age? I don't think it's a rom-com. I think, I think it's just her. I think it centered her and that you have a lot of things going around in her life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like, I wouldn't. I, mean, I, I, think that's the thing. I think it's the same as Jerry Maguire in that sense. It's just like, yeah, you have these side stories, but like, this is following this person. Yeah. I think uh, I think for her, like the big thing was why I didn't put Juno on the list was I felt like it was more of a coming of age tale, less of a rom com. Mm. Uh, even like with her and Michael Sarah, uh, say anything almost made my list. High Fidelity almost made my list. Oh, High Fidelity is a really good one that I I contemplate. Amelie, John. Amelie, <laughs> uh, was that a what French was movie? That one? Okay. Audrey Tattoo. Yeah, no. it's, it's a silent one. I, I I listen to the soundtrack. I haven't seen the movie yet, which is kind of quirky. I, I, <laughs> it's a great soundtrack. I bake, while, I, I bake, I bake food while, while listening to the soundtrack. I'm like, <laughs> I'm a French baker in a cafe. Fuck you. <laughs> um, as good as it gets. As good as it gets yeah. is up there. Um, Kathy, and, Kathy Bates and, in a hot tub naked. Nice. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, crazy Stupid Love. A lot of this one, this one had heavy debate with my family. Some people hate this movie. It's the one Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone, Steve Carell, where uh, where Ryan Gosling's like helping Steve Carell learn how to like pick up women, uh, stuff like yeah. that. And then yeah, yeah. it turns out that Steve Carell's daughter Emma Stone is uh, is with Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah. Very like good movie, uh, Bridget Jones's Diary, and then I have two that okay, I couldn't put that in that I love. Pick for you, or was that like a suggestion from the family? Bridget Jones's Diary. No, I love Bridget Jones's Diary. I think it's absolutely hilarious. Have you rewatched it? Now that you're older, rewatch it. I promise you. Now that you're older, rewatch Bridget Jones's Diary. It's absolutely hilarious. I gave it a limit, legitimate shot when I was younger. I will try again because you're suggesting yeah. it. Now that you're older, Fuck, it's worth it the bad. rewatch. 
It was so. She's supposed to be what charismatic, enjoyable to watch. She was the worst. Say what you want about her, but as you get older, um, as you as I've gotten older, smiling. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then two movies that aren't rom coms that I that like I really wanted to fight to put them on the list were Five Hundred Days of Summer. Or that, yeah. Not really a rom-com, just a, like because it's, it's not, you know, it, and the breakup for the same reason. It's the a breakup, romantic drama. It's a romantic drama. Um, and there's comedy in it, but it's not really, ro- it's not centered around the romance. Like the breakup is about not all relationships work out. Sometimes you break up. Mm-hmm. Here's how it works. And there's humor in the breakup itself. Uh, I reference it all the time. Um <laughs> like and she wants a she wants a 12 lemon centerpiece for their dinner and like did you get the lemons I'm like yeah i got the lemons she's like babe there's three lemons here yeah well my baby wants my baby gets my baby wants lemons baby gets lemons <laughs> i asked for 12 lemons <laughs> well what do you need 12 lemons for <laughs> it's just it's for the centerpiece yeah um Oh, yeah, those were all honorable mentions that that came up in my discussions. All worthy watches for different reasons. Some not rom coms, but definitely you guys should watch The Big Sick if you haven't. It's uh, oh, for sure. It's really good. One movie that I saw I come up in a lot of lists was I Love You, Beth Cooper. Have either of you guys seen that? Would that be a recommendation? Have not seen it. I do not recall. No. Then fuck that. Have, movie. Uh, I want to correct my reference. Uh, for Kathy Bates in a hot, in a hot tub naked, that's actually about Schnitt. Not mm-hmm. about Schnitt. I'm just against Diane. me. I just remembered one that I loved a lot. It's called Take Me Home Tonight. Topher Grace stars in it. It's an 80s uh, kind of uh, period piece, I guess you'd call it maybe. But he works at a Grace mall. Sucks, it's a okay. lot of fun. <laughs> it's a great movie. All right. Oh my well. God, Hitch. Hitch. Can we not talk about Hitch? Hitch is great. The scene where he's with the Benadryl walking around, drinking the Benadryl like a juice box. Oh my <laughs> god. Great. Oh, uh, I never gave it a chance. I, I might have to go back. That's I almost want to uh, rewatch What Women Want with Mel Gibson where you can read women's thoughts <laughs> and watch it with some friends that are woke or maybe my sister. And like see how they feel about a guy's perception of women. Hmm. Yeah. And like and, and like how they wrote it. Like, yeah, this is what women really think about. Like, is this is what women women think about? Yeah, totally. Yeah, good one. Good movie. Hmm. No, it's not. Well, that'll do us uh, for some... our very first beatdown episode. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Yeah, I'm gonna try my best. Toe to toe. Toe to toe. Thank you for joining us. Twenty or so. Thank you for joining us for. Or forty or so. Twenty or so. We are at now and a half of a twenty-minute podcast. Um, Yeah, there's gonna be a lot that we can chop off that I think to try to keep it. Try to keep it. I rambled a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Not just you. Me too. I did definitely. Um, shout out to Danielle. Thank you for your comp. Shout out to Danielle. Thank you for your contributions to the show. Uh, sweet. I think we all picked a great list. This is awesome. 
That's yeah, a good first I, one, boy. That's a good first I, one. I think so too. Um, I think we can go through the musicians one a lot. The musician ones a lot. I think faster. this will be a lot faster. I think it'll be twenty minutes, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. So I'm willing to go uh, for it. I'm telling you, man, I feel great. I'm so, it's like a weight has been lifted. Celibacy is the way to go, man. Andy had it right. You know, look at him. He looks younger than all of us, but he's 10 years older. Why? It's because he's never had a relationship. No she-devil sucked his life force out yet. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So you gay now? No, I'm not gay. I'm just celibate. I think... I mean, that sounds gay. I just want you to know that this is, like, the first conversation of, like, three conversations that leads to you being gay. Like, there's this, and then in a year, it's like, oh, you know, I kind of get, I want to get back out there, but I think I like guys. And then there's the big, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a gay guy now. You're gay for saying that. I'm gay for saying that? You know how I know you're gay? How? How do you know I'm gay? Because you macrameed yourself a pair of jean shorts. You know how I know you're gay? You just told me you're not sleeping with women anymore. You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are? You know how I know you're gay? How? You like Coldplay. Oh, you're dead. You're dead. Oh! Oh! Leave oh! oh! my torso alone, at least. Um, I also wanted to call and, uh, and see what night you might want to go out. I'm actually free tonight. Uh, well, I'll... Okay, well... I know that you're gay? How? You like the movie Made in Manhattan? You know I know you're gay? How? I saw you make a spinach dip in a loaf of sourdough bread once. You know how I know that you're gay? How? You have a rainbow bumper sticker on your card that says, I love it when balls are in my face. That's gay? God damn it. I'm ripping your head off right now. It's off, and now I'm throwing it at your body. <laughs> Fuck you! Oh. You guys, she's uh, picking me up in an hour. Oh, drag, dude. Wait, wait, she's, she's picking you up from here? Yeah. 